Because yes, there's a process and a progression through life that it just takes time. It takes time to grow a muscle. It takes time to get healthier. It takes time to lose body fat. It takes time to save money. We can't get around that, Chris. But could I expedite the process and the results that I get if I leveled up my commitment? Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. Chris Kikoris, Dr. Preston Gregory. And the question for you guys today is, are you committed to your goals? And not only are you just committed, how committed are you? Are you 50% committed? Like, I kind of want some things, like a great idea. Are you all in? I mean, 100% full throttle, like you have something that you really want to accomplish and you're, and you're going to do it. And we were just sitting here talking right before we started about this is, you know, going to the gym, you know, and a lot of people may think that they're 100% committed on their health and their wellness and they're doing certain things, but you could also be doing the wrong thing too. And I think being committed is constantly searching and researching to find the right things that actually move that needle forward. Cause I actually did a post on this the other day about, you know, I, I see, you know, we go to the gym all the time. You see the same faces. And, and honestly, like I have a ton of respect for people that go every single morning. Cause I go every morning. You guys are committed to waking up, getting to the gym, exercising. But then I see people there and they don't change. And actually, not only do they not change, they actually are going backwards. Like I see people getting like heavier, putting more body fat on. And to me, I'm like, I would be really frustrated if I was that person because I'm working out hard, I'm waking up, I'm making effort, and I'm not not only am I not getting results, I'm getting worse. Mm-hmm. You know? So at what point do you say, you know what, I think what I'm doing isn't working? I need to find another solution. And that's where you start to get into being a little more resourceful. And I think that's a really powerful thing to be more resourceful than just have things given to us. And this is why, like, I, I talk a lot about this where I'm just like, I have a lot of respect for people that go through hardship, you know, because nothing was handed to them, which means that you had to figure things out. You had to become resourceful to be able to actually obtain the success that you that you want. So I heard this saying, it was saying, being underprivileged is being privileged. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like, I, I heard it. Like I listened to it a couple of times because like, wait, what did he say? And he was basically saying that, you know, when, when people are privileged, you know, people will say that, you know, you know, whether the family trust fund baby gave them money, which also means that, you know, without that, they, that's the only way that they were successful. But on the flip side, that would mean that people that are unprivileged would always be failures, but that's not true. There's a lot of people that had to go through some really hard times and become and have to be resourceful to be able to you know, overcome these obstacles. And if you put these two people next to each other, I can almost bet that the person that went through the hard things will always overcome. Maybe not initially because they didn't get the kickstart, the head start, but long term, they'll always be pushing, always looking, always searching for more. And that's where I think being resourceful is, is super important for you to be committed to your goals and getting the results. So Preston, Preston here actually has a really cool story that he wants to share with you guys too. So I'll let him kind of roll into that one. So stick with me. This is good. This is where this topic came from. I read this and I was like, wow, this is the epitome of commitment. So 
It's called Only on a Full Moon. Sid Simon, one of my mentors, is a successful speaker, trainer, best-selling author, and poet who splits his time Hadley in Hadley, Massachusetts in the summer and in Sandbell, Florida in the winter. When I was a graduate student at the University of Massachusetts, Sid was the most popular professor in the Department of Education. One of Sid's highest priorities is his health and his fitness. At 87 years old, he still bikes on a regular basis, takes supplements, eats healthy foods, and oh yeah, he allows himself a bowl of ice cream only on the days that there's a full moon. When I attended Sid's 75th birthday celebration, over a hundred of his family members, closest friends, and admiring former students came from all across the country to celebrate with him. Dessert was one of the standard birthdays, cake and ice cream. Only one problem, though, there wasn't a full moon. To haggle him into giving himself permission on this once-in-a-lifetime special occasion, four people who knew of Sid's commitments dressed as a moon goddess and entered the room carrying a huge full moon made of cardboard and aluminum foil. So there would be a virtual full moon for Sid. But even with all of that loving persuasion, Sid stood firm in his commitment and declined the ice cream. He knew if he broke his commitment this one time, it would be that much easier to break it the next time he was offered ice cream. It would be easier to rationalize, justify, and explain away his commitment. Sid knew that a 100% commitment is actually easier to keep, and he was unwilling to undermine years of success for other people's approval. We all learned a lot about true self-discipline that night. Think about that. That's the one chance you get to lag away from your goals. That's the one chance you get to let your guard down and enjoy life. But this individual who's 87 years old at the time, he was 75, he made a commitment to himself. And maybe you might think that's extreme, that's not enjoying life. But if you actually make a commitment to yourself, can you stick to it? Not just 90% of the time, not 60, but 100%. Because this is how I feel about life. In those moments where there's 100 people, your loved ones, your peers, your family members, your students, there's energy in the room, so you feel really good, you're energized. And then you get persuaded to let your guard down and maybe have ice cream. That's not the end of the world. You didn't kill anyone. You didn't hurt anyone. It's just a bowl of ice cream. But if you set in place that you are only allowed to eat ice cream on a full moon and it's not a full moon, what are you doing? You're breaking a promise to yourself. The very next morning, I know in those moments that I've let myself down, you feel guilt and shame. You're like, man, all the energy's gone, the celebration's gone, the people's gone, and I ate ice cream when I shouldn't have. It doesn't feel good. But Sid Simons, that's a 100% commitment. And it really got me thinking, how much commitment am I giving to life? I know I'm doing, let me say that again, I know I'm doing all the right things. I go to my office, I read books, I work out, I do podcasts. But what's the commitment level? What's the hunger level? How immersed am I in this process? And I'm also looking at the goals and aspirations that I have for my life. Could I expedite that process if I enhance my commitment level? Because yes, there's a process and a progression through life that it just takes time. It takes time to grow a muscle. It takes time to get healthier. It takes time to lose body fat. It takes time to save money. We can't get around that, Chris. But could I expedite the process and the results that I get if I leveled up my commitment? And it got me thinking, am I fully committed? Are you fully committed? Dang. Yeah. I mean, I, 
triple C's is what comes to my mind. You know, clarity, confidence, and confidence. You know, Sid, you know, he had full clarity of what he wanted. He was very cautious about his health. He wanted to take care of himself, you know, which got him to be confident in that commitment that he made. How am I going to do this? Okay. His thing was the full moon, you know, which also in that story makes you think you need to be very careful of like who you are surrounding yourself with that you already as humans, we already negotiate with ourselves in our mind, you know, trying to justify why we don't do things or why we do things, you know, but when you have other people inject their, their virus into your body, trying to get you to make a shift that takes you away from your goals, I would start to be aware of that because anytime we get sick, what do we do? We take some, you know, aspirin, NyQuil, we're trying to knock that shit out. But why don't you do that with people in your life that are trying to tear you down? You know, mm-hmm. it's something to really think about, you know, and that's, I think for you now, that's going to help him be again, more confident in his confidence in himself to be able to stick to it because he knows exactly what he wants, you know, and that's where you guys need to sit down is like, okay, I have a goal. Everybody has some sort of goal, but is it very clear or is it a little bit vague to you? Because I think figuring out that is going to help you clear the path and, and beeline straight to where you need to go, you know? And then also time, you, you were talking about time. And this is funny because I, I was talking about this the other day and I don't know, I might've made this term up, but I called it the leaky water syndrome. And this is just because uh, I have a, a water leak at my house right now. <laughs> so this is the second time that's happened to me, but my thought process is, is, you know, okay, I, I have a water leak. I didn't realize it. Right. It's just a constant drip day in and day out. I didn't know. Right. I don't know where it is. The water company calls me. Hey, Chris, you know, are you using more water than normal? I'm like, no. And they're like, well, your, your water goes high. I was like, oh, that's strange. Four times as high. Mm-hmm. I was like, pretty significant. I'm like, all right. And they're like, that's all we can tell you. You have to get someone out there to find it, you know, and if you fix it, we'll, we'll work a deal with you. You know, I'm like, all right. So immediately, like I'm calling someone to come check and find this, this leak, but it's a tiny leak, a tiny little drip consistently four times as high my water bill goes. And I start to think of that as, you know, what am I doing every single day? What is that tiny leak that I'm doing every single day to get me closer to my goal? Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's eating healthier, drinking water, stretching, gratitude journal, like that one little thing. And so many people stop because they don't see the results right away. But if you gave it, you know, six months, 12 months, five years, 10 years, how big of a bucket of water would you have of progress if you just stuck to it? So, you know, with time, the time is going to pass regardless, but are you making those tiny drips day in and day out, knowing that it's getting you closer to your goals? But flip that though, what about the contrary? What if there was a leaky, you know, what if there was a leak, not in constructive positive things, the little things, but what if there was a leak in negative things? 100%. What if you were scrolling too much, watching too much Netflix, engaging in toxic behavior, running to the bar too much, drinking too many glasses of wine every single night. It's just one. It's just one. You know, 
knowing that you should leave a relationship. But it's not too bad. It's just, it's just little things. It's all the little nitpick negative things that aren't destroying your life, but it's just the little bitty pokes, the little bitty stabs, the little bitty wounds or whatever that create long-term consequences. There's there's both sides to the coin and everything. You can do itty bitty tiny little things that that compound and will create massive results in your life in a positive way. And you can do tiny itty bitty things that's going to compound into negative results and make your life significantly harder. I get really high strung. Maybe I'm an extremist. And I know I come on this podcast and you guys probably think I'm crazy because sometimes I scream and get fired up. But I truly care. I care so much about my life. I care so much about the people around me. And I just know that I wouldn't be having these thoughts on a day-to-day basis if God didn't give me the ability to bring them to fruition. Mm-hmm. And the older I get, the more I start to become more black and white. Because it is. There's no gray area. There is gray. But when it comes to business results in my life, it's black or white. Either you want it or you don't want it. It's really simple. There's no one in the middle. You want something or you do not want something. There's reasons in life or there's results. You're going to justify and make up reasons why you can or can't have something, why you didn't or did not do something. Oh, I'm busy. I'm tired. This is hard. I don't really know. I'll try tomorrow. There's reasons. There's justifiable reasons or there's results. And you know what the universe loves? Results. You know what people love? Results. You know what money loves? Results. You're either getting results or you're making reasons. Where do you fall on that spectrum? Who are you? Are you a reasons person or a results person? And if you look at someone that you idolize, look up to, or you wish you had their life, I can almost guarantee you with a thousand percent certainty, they're a results person. Because no one's living the life that you want to live or making a true impact if they're constantly providing reasons. The people that are self-sabotaging themselves, the people that are negotiating with themselves, the people that never fully commit are the people that have what, Chris? Reasons. They're full of reasons, reasons, and reasons, but the reasons get them nowhere. They stay parked. They're stagnant. But the people that get the results are the people that are committed, take massive actions, that are resourceful, that have clarity, that are competent. That's that's what we're telling you guys. Change the framework because every single message in the last 75 episodes that we've talked about are all interchangeable. They all kind of overlap to some degree. This whole personal development realm, it's all hand in hand. It's brother and sister. They're really close. But I'm constantly having to change the narrative in my head to stay focused. Maybe this might serve me for the next week and a half. I don't know. But I read that story two nights ago about Sid. I'm like, damn, only ice cream on a full moon. Am I committed? I'm thinking about that now. And every single day, I'm asking myself, how committed am I? How committed am I still? Am I even 90% or 100%? That serves me. Going through life and growing, there's golden nuggets that's going to be applicable in that moment that's going to keep you on the straight and narrow path. I'm sure in two weeks, I'm going to read something completely different. I'm like, this is awesome. But all these little things keep me focused and give me clarity on what it is that I really want. Yeah. And I want you guys to go back and listen to the RAS podcast we did, because I'm going to touch on that right now, too, because... I was actually driving home yesterday thinking about that. And if you got, just go back and listen to it, it's the reticular activating system. But the whole concept and what I was thinking about at that time was, you know, you'll hear people say things like, I'm busy, you know, I'm busy, I don't have time, whatever it is. And then they start to find reasons why they're so busy. And they all kind of overlap, you know, like, oh, I have a, I work a 40 hour work week. I have a family I got to go home to. I, you know, have to, cut my grass, you know, you'll start to plug in all these things that are taking away from your time, right? To justify why you're so busy that you can't obtain something, you can't go to the gym, whatever that is. But what if you try to think I'm successful, right? I'm healthy, I'm fit. 
And then you start to plug in those little pieces. For some people, that's really hard to do because it's so unfamiliar. It's untouched territory where now there may be only like one or two, you know, pegs, you know, for them to put in. But you've got to start to look for that, you know. And again, you know, we just finished and we just finished our, our 21 day lifestyle kick, uh, kickstart challenge, right? And we just finished it yesterday, announced the winners, all of that good stuff. We had probably right at, right at a hundred people that signed up for it, which was great. I was super excited for it. This has probably been the best one we've ever done, by the way. Um, but when we're going through the exit surveys and, and doing some grad calls and things like that, I would say at least 50% did nothing. Nothing. This is, we did 21 days of coaching. I'm talking about, we gave you the tools. You had a whole team of professional coaches to talk to daily, ask questions, guide you. And 50% of those people basically got into our system and maybe some put their initial progress picture. The rest of them did absolute, I'm talking zero, like absolutely, because we track everything. And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, why did you guys even sign up for this? It just seemed like a good idea. And that's the difference. It was just an idea. It was a, just an idea that I wanted to lose this body fat. It was just an idea I wanted to change my life. It was just an idea I wanted to better myself. Great idea. But ideas get nowhere without action. Mm-hmm. And the ones that did commit, fully commit. I'm talking about they showed up to every Zoom group coaching call, texting in the group chat every single week getting on calls with the coaches, like fully immerse themselves, completely game changed their whole life. We had a guy lose nine pounds in 21 days, you know, not only poundage, like I think he lost a lot of poundage mentally, you know, sometimes the weight people need to lose is not on their body. It's emotionally, you know, so going through the things that we go through, we help bring that clarity and and help them guide them, you know, closer to their goals. And you know, you're not going to get to your goal in 21 days, but you can, again, it's that drip. It's that little drip day in and day out. And how much of that are you really focusing on? So for everybody who has these cool ideas, great. What are you going to do with it? That's my question for you guys. All those ideas, all those goals you want, you wrote them down. Let's go back to the beginning of the year. New Year's resolutioners. Where's that list? Did you get any closer to that great idea that you were going to do this year. That's going to be a hard pill to swallow for some of you. You took the word right in my mouth. That's what I want to leave you guys with. There's four months left of 2023. And this simple phrase and question is going to change the whole trajectory of the last four months of this year. Are you interested in achieving your life's goals and dreams? Or are you committed? Are you interested or are you committed? There's four months remaining in this year. If you're interested and you just sit on those ideas, then you're going to wake up January 1st, 2024 and have the exact same goals that you did last year because you didn't make any progress. Or you can say, damn, maybe I have been slacking. Maybe I have been interested and not committed, but I'm going to commit the remaining four months this year and make some progress. Then you're going to wake up January 1st, 2024 with a rejuvenated mind. Your physical body is probably going to look different and you're going to make progress. Are you interested or are you committed? Are you providing reasons or are you driving for results? It's all interchangeable. Make the necessary change. Because I promise you, you're going to have the same conversations. You're going to look the exact same and see that you're going to see the same reflection back every single day in the mirror. 
Your bank account's going to be the exact same number. Your relationships, your conversations, your fulfillment, every single thing is going to be the exact same if you just sit on those ideas and don't take massive action. Why? Why see the people around you or people that you idolize or people on social media live the life of their dreams and you just sit back and say, oh, ah, lucky must be nice. No, there's commitment there. So often we see highlight reels, but we don't truly understand the commitment and the work that goes into people's lives that we idolize. The, the people with the, flanks, the fancy cars, the nice watches, the nice houses, the real estate, the tons of money. We don't, we don't fully understand what goes into that. I think you think it's just given. It's not. Nothing is given. And this is my last, there again, the dial's getting cranked up. <laughs> Life owes you nothing. Life does not owe you anything. I don't give a damn where you're from. The universe, life, people, your family, your friends, your peers, no one owes you anything, nothing. But so often we go through and have this narrative of entitlement that, well, well, I try, I go to work, why well, haven't got promoted? I go to the gym, why am I not losing weight? I only had pizza one day this week, why can I, why is the scale not changing? The thing is, it's not a birthright. Getting results is not a birthright. Being superior, being extraordinary is not a birthright. Mediocrity. Average, being complacent, hating your life, barely having any money in the bank, your relationships being subpar. That's your birthright. That's the normal vibrational standard on this planet. And if you don't do something different, you're going to fall victim to that. Life does not owe you anything, especially if you're someone that's constantly making reasons that you're interested. If you want to get something, if you want the universe to bless you, if you want to start living an abundant life, if you want to feel as if you're lucky because you're attracting all these great things because of your reticular activating system and the belief that you're holding your subconscious mind, you have to be committed and erase that narrative that someone or something owes you something because they don't. Take ownership, erase the victim mentality, and commit. Because what I want more than anything is I want everyone around me and everyone on this planet to be happy. I want you to reach your potential. I want you to realize that of 7 billion people, there's only one of you. There's one. Your life has meaning. Your life has purpose. You're not on this planet just to breathe, pay taxes, and die. I do not believe that at all. I want you to be happy. But the happiness, the fulfillment, the healing that you need is rooted in commitment. And please... Commit to yourself, commit to your goals, and live the life that you deserve because you can have it. We love you guys. That's why we ask the hard questions on this show. So have a good rest of the week. Boom.